Ask most any kindred old enough to be in the know to define what makes a clan, and ultimately the word antediluvian will most likely crop up. This biblical term means before the flood, and the flood in this case being the punishment God invoked upon the sinful mankind. Amongst kindred, antediluvian has a more specific meaning. It is the name of the founders of the clans, the third generation vampires who escaped God's punishment as the first city was destroyed by the Great Deluge. We've mentioned in previous episodes the founders of Clan Toreador and of Clan Ventru, but in this episode we will look upon a clan who, at the time of the Great Flood, did not in fact exist. I'm speaking, of course, about the Tremere, the Warlocks, the Usurper Clan. Many are the kindred who spit upon their name, but they do so in secret, for few are foolish enough to openly challenge the Great Pyramid, the most well-structured and, some would say, most powerful clan of kindred in the modern night. But before they became the cornerstone of the Camarilla, in fact even before they were vampires, Tremere were mages. House Tremere of the Order of Hermes, and named after its still-living founder, came to the conclusion around the end of the first millennium AD that magic, well at least the magic in the form that these magi knew it, was dying. And while other magi were balking at this, some despairing and others outright denying its validity, Tremere prepared for the worst. He gathered his inner circle of trusted followers and ordered that, from that point onward, all of the house's resources and energy would go into finding a way to preserve their magic. Tirelessly they set to work, and despite countless experiments, many dead ends were met. It seemed hopeless until Goratrix, one of Tremere's assistants, proposed a radical solution. He had discovered that vampires had powers quite similar to their own, and that they were capable of sustaining them through undeath. Some of them even had a form of magic called Koldunic Sorcery. And it is hinted that the very source of this Koldunic magic, found deep beneath the Carpathian Mountains, subtly urged Goratrix down this path towards vampirism. Naturally, this suggestion was met with doubt and accusations of madness, and Etrius, the right-hand mage of Tremere, openly denounced the idea. But ultimately a consensus was reached, and the embrace was found to be the best solution at hand, and the ritual performed in 1022. It is unclear exactly how this process was done. Some argue that Tremere are nothing more than a bloodline of Tsimitsi, having used their blood in the process, while others say it was an alchemic process completely unique to this occasion, the creation of a new clan. The enemies of Tremere will certainly claim the former, refusing to see them as anything but thieves of a heritage they hold no claim to. And that was certainly the reaction from the majority of kindred who heard of this development later on. How dare these mortal magi wrest the secret of undeath and the powers of the blood from them? Of course, before it became public knowledge, the fledgling clan Tremere strove to consolidate their resources. Methodically, they sought out individual members of their house, evaluating them and ultimately offering the gift of undeath to those they deemed worthy and capable of enduring it. Many were the ones who said no, and they were quietly and efficiently dealt with. All the while, the pretense of mortality was kept up, lest the other houses of the order, or the kindred society at large, would find out the truth. It is a well-kept secret, but the true magic of House Tremere was lost the moment they became undead. 
their avatars shattered, and they essentially had to rebuild all they had achieved from scratch. Couple that with their lack of understanding about the kindred condition, the internal strife of this invisible coup, and the threat from both Magi and kindred seeking to destroy them, and one can easily conclude that Clan Tremere was forged in the fiercest of crucibles. During this time, thaumaturgy, or blood magic, began to form, at least in the ways that Clan Tremere would be famous for. They are certainly not the only clan to dabble in blood sorcery, but no clan has delved as deep and as methodically into it as the Warlocks. And while the most blasphemous paths of thaumaturgy remains heavily restricted, the Tremere never considered themselves limited to morality or tradition, and this naturally earned them quite a few enemies over time. During these early years, the Warlocks came to realize they needed more allies to help defend them than they could possibly accrue through diplomacy or agreements. Thus, they set to create the Gargoyles, and using captured Gangrel, Nosferatu and Simitzi kindred as a base, through the combination and manipulation of Vitae, and through a multitude of rituals, these monstrous kindred lost what minds they had before, and became brainwashed servants and slaves to the Tremere. These gargoyles eventually revolted in the 15th century, and today there are a few independent members of this bloodline still around, although the Camarilla does consider them a threat to the masquerade and often turn a blind eye should the Tremere, who very much wished them gone, decide to scratch one off the list. Tremere still have a few loyal gargoyles left in the modern time, but they're often under heavy scrutiny should they suddenly develop a sense of self and independence. An advantage that Tremere had over the other clans was the loyalty of the blood. Tremere and his inner council knew of the power of the blood bond and were quick to employ it to foster unity and single purpose. While the Ventru Bruja or Tsimitsi fought both other clans and each other, Clan Tremere worked as one. They understood the need for loyalty and secrecy, and this served them well during their early years as chantries, a sort of magical haven and base of power for their clan, could be established clandestinely around Europe, since they knew no members of the clan would sell them out for personal gain. But Clan Tremere saw little success amongst the other kindred. Few wanted to accept this usurper clan as one of their own, and Tremere realized what they lacked that the other clans had. A founder. Without the power of a third generation kindred behind them, they lacked legitimacy and strength. So once more, with a single-minded purpose, he set his clan to find an antediluvian, and the one they found was Solot. Clan Salubri often excluded themselves from the politics of the kindred. They had few allies and many enemies. They were the perfect choice. Methodically, Tremere began hunting down members of the clan, draining them of information and of blood, diabolizing them one by one. The Tremere propaganda machine was hard at work at the same time, using what few allies amongst the kindred they had to slowly change the narrative around the Salubri. They were Diablerists, soul thieves, enemies of all kindred. Tremere was exterminating them for the good of them all, and slowly this version of events took root. After all, younger kindred probably didn't know, and older elders were more than happy to play along, their aeon-long game of jihad only bolstered by the disappearance of such a powerful faction. Ultimately, Tremere had replaced them as a clan, the Salubri now a despised bloodline of demon worshippers in the eyes of most kindred. Clan Tremere had much to lose when the flames of the Inquisition were lit, 
and when the idea of a sect of kindred, united in keeping their existence secret, became a topic of discussion, they were quite quick to embrace it. Tremere never stood at the forefront of the formation of the Camarilla, but they aided in secrecy, content in the knowledge that for every favor they did, the elders of the other clans would become more and more indebted to them, and the warlocks coming to be seen as a vital part of the entire sect. Let others have the glory, the Tremere would reap the spoils. But not all kindred were fine with joining this new Camarilla. Clan La Sombra and Timizzi defected openly, diabolizing their sires and forming the Sabbat, breaking the bonds of blood. And for a while that seemed it, until Goratrix openly betrayed Tremere and left the clan together with some of his closest followers, joining the Sabbat movement. And then the Banu Hakim, the Asamites, sensed the weakness in the Camarilla that this civil war with the Sabbat had wrought and descended upon the European princes and their domains, causing untold destruction as they targeted weaker elders and diabolizing them with little regards to the consequences this brought upon the fledgling sect. Clan Tremere, however, cast a series of rituals that barred the Asamites from drinking kindred vitae, a curse that earned them an eternal enmity from the Banu Hakim. Likewise, they cursed Gortrix and his followers, branding them with a symbol of treachery that any other member of the clan could see. And this act, amongst many others, marked the end of the Anarch movement at large. And although the Sabbat to this day still remains a strong threat, order was established. In my next video, I will discuss some more of Clan Tremere's modern history, as well as discussing its eternal structure, ways that a Tremere can climb the pyramid, and more. But until then, I would like to thank the Ancilla Edward Reed and my loyal neonates for their continued support. And thank you for listening. Be safe out there. For Gehenna may soon be upon us.